0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Just Saying Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Martindale, and what a fun week we have for you guys in store. Uh, First of all, John, good to have you back. Um, I am very excited because summer is here. It's hot and slutty. By that, I mean everyone's naked. Have you noticed that? Shirts are off. Uh, Everyone's in tank tops, just roller skating and on scooters. And everyone's just kind of like, it's hot. It's not hot. I mean, it's like 83 degrees, but there's still people who are like, it's too hot. I'm like, my God, can we just enjoy something for a second? But I'm very excited that summer is here. Uh, I had a wonderful weekend in San Diego this past weekend. We were at... Humphrey's Half Moon Inn in San Diego. It was a lovely, lovely venue. Um, Thank you for everyone who uh, came out and supported live comedy. It was kind of like an outdoor concert series. So it was like 1,300-something people. Um, You know what I don't miss, though? Performing at daytime. (laughs) I had to go first, and the show started at 7.30, and the sun was still out. And I forgot how awkward it is to be on stage and look out into the audience and see everybody just staring at you. So that was a little weird. And plus plus the ocean's right next to the venue. So people were, like, coming up in kayaks and on um, paddle boards. So I would, like, see in my peripheral vision just someone being like, what's happening over here? And I'm like, you didn't pay for the ticket. Get out of here. But, um, yes, very, very fun weekend. I went bike riding on the beach. Uh, had some amazing food, hung out with some friends. I mean, we this it, it's day 938 of Pride. Um, June is almost over, and I will make it. I'm going to make it through Pride Month. Um, however, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little hurt because New York Pride was over the weekend. And guess who showed up? Kylie Minogue. I mean, Kylie Minogue showed up at the, wait for it, Horse Meat Disco. I mean, I don't even know what that is. I think it's just a big gay bar. But Horse Meat and Disco is something that I did not ever think that I would put together. But sure, it makes sense. It sounds just like some sort of like, what's that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? New York? Gangs of New York? It's like a gay Gangs of New York spinoff, horse meat disco. Um, So Kylie Minogue shows up. Everyone's gagged. She sings Padam Padam. Paris Hilton threw a concert in Central Park. Um, By concert, I think she DJed, I I guess, yeah. And um, yeah, it just looked like it was a lot of fun. I definitely had FOMO because I was like, (laughs) because I would explode. Um, Padam Padam is the song of the summer. I'm sticking with my guns and, um, yeah. So let's get into some topics for the week. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. We have so many, um, we're going to keep it with pride. I'm doing a show here tonight at the comedy store for their pride night. Better late than never. (laughs) It's like June 27th. They're like, let's do a show. Um, But yeah, so that's going to be really fun. We're just keeping the Pride Month going, and Andy Cohen is in the news. Yes, Bravo's own Andy Cohen is in the news because apparently he had too much fun at Pride and the audacity, I say. Andy Cohen is getting into some hot water after he was secretly filmed playing with a man's nipple at New York City Pride. And? That's it? So people came in droves defending Andy Cohen after he was secretly filmed playing with a man's nipple during a Pride event. The Bravo guy was, well, it says big wig, but I don't want to say big wig. The Bravo guy, yeah. He's like the face of Bravo. Was recorded rubbing the chest of a shirtless man seated on his lap. Oh, daddy. All while talking to another gentleman in a gay club. The invasive footage immediately went viral Promote uh prompting many social media users to come forward and stick up for Cohen. People are really shaming Andy Cohen for having a hot guy sit on his lap during pride. You know what? Good for you. Y'all need to get laid and get off Reddit for five minutes. Oh, there's nothing worse than Reddit, right? Do you know you know Reddit, right, John?
1: Yeah, it's a cesspool of garbage. Isn't it though? Yeah. yeah.
0: I get like I get these like weird notifications every now and then. I'm like, you just bored people with nothing to do. Just trash-talking people that don't even know they exist. It's it's so lame. Another user joked about hating to defend Andy Cohen, who's 55, but felt it necessary because secretly recording people is corny as F. I agree. So, it's a gay man being gay. Why is this newsworthy? Please touch grass. See, that would be me. I love that phrase, by the way. Please touch grass.
1: What does that mean? I don't
0: know. Just, like...
1: Be grounded with the earth. (laughs) Uh, I feel like a 90-year-old. Lately, I've been telling people to take a hike. Take a hike, kick rocks,
0: touch grass, touch (laughs) nipples, uh, as long as it is consensual. But, I mean, come on. If you're going to touch a guy's nipple, do it at pride. And also, like, who wouldn't want that? What if, you know, as long as it's like he wanted it, but... um, I am on Team Andy for this one. I I think he's having a good time. He's a single dad. He just wants his nips touched. Is that too much to ask? Leave him alone. Um, And it also gives new meaning to watch what happens live when you touch a man's nipple. Well, let's get into the biggest story of the week. We mentioned it last week because it was all over the news. But I predicted... um that the uh, Titanic submersive submarine thing imploded. And I called it. I had Melissa Villasenor here. I was like, this is what happened. My brother and I talked. My brother's a professional diver. He was like, this is what happened. Hour 45 in. And they announced that, yes, it happened. It's very tragic. However, everyone's talking about it because there's so many little new developments that are happening. Um, there was the the father and son who were on it, and the mom was like, my son uh, didn't want to go on the ship, but then we found out that he did. So it's just like, what? Uh, there's the CEO who was just like, oh, there's a lot of loopholes you got to bounce around, but who cares about loopholes? And you're like, well...
1: Um, is one of the loopholes that you need an actual steering mechanism
0: Yeah, maybe not a PlayStation controller.
1: Did you see all the uh people are going on It's a, it was a Logitech like it wasn't even a, br- a name brand. It wasn't like a PlayStation or a pl- uh, an Xbox controller. It was Logitech. So people are going to the Logic- Logitech controller on Amazon and leaving comments. Have mm-hmm. you seen? Have you seen the comments?
0: Oh, I haven't seen the comments, but I did see the TikTok filter that said, "What controller steers your submarine?" And it was like the little flashing. And it was just a whole bunch of different controllers, and I was like,
1: "Wow!" Would you like me to read one of the one-star reviews? Sure. Uh, so this is for the controller. Uh got one of these for my submarine expeditions to the bottom of the ocean and the depths of hell. It worked great for Sonic the Hedgehog, so I'm su- I'm surprised it didn't work out. Please call the Coast Guard, thanks.
0: I mean, it is it's pretty insane. Um I saw a video where they had one of those uh, what I don't even know what they're called. They're like they look like they put them on trains. They're like those really long tubes. They look like a like propane tanks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they hit it with one, uh, uh, I guess it's like one level, I don't know exactly what the measurement is, of just like an atmospheric pressure pressure for it to implode, and it was hit with one, and this giant tanker just goes, Poof, you know, and then they were like, they were at 375.
1: So you think that happened a little faster? Yeah,
0: because I talked to my brother, and my brother told me something, and I can get really dark right now.
1: Let's get dark. Okay. Um
0: I asked him, I was like, so what kind of, you know, he dives depths. He goes like hundreds of feet um, scuba diving, right? And he said that it was like 0.3 milliseconds. So I think that's what they kind of said, how fast it was. So they didn't even know it happened. But then he said that it happens so fast and it's so hot just because it's kind of like a like a proton Detonation going off where it's so hot inside and so cold outside that when it explodes, okay, gonna get a little graphic. Everyone fused together, like the thing, the movie The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing. They all just went with the machine equipment and everything, and then like full
1: on fish food. I just I guess so. Is it because of the depth that they hit? Yeah, I guess my question is: One, haven't they done this before? Mm-hmm. It's a company that's done it before, so why is what what happened that made this different? They've gone that low before, unless unless they disconnected from something and they sunk further than they had ever gone before.
0: I mean, I'm sure we'll find out more.
1: I don't think we will because the oh well, yeah, probably pro- <laughs> we're gonna find out nothing. I tried. They're not finding a black box. It's not an airplane.
0: No. I honestly, I just think there might. It just was maybe like a um uh uh what's it called a uh were they were they an evaluation error i think there might have just been like a ding or like a loose screw something like that because i i agree because i was like haven't they done these before but then i think i don't know were they used to having that many people on were you know was there a mechanical error function i don't know but it is Whew, it's very tragic and awful, and a lot of people are very sensitive about it, but a lot of people are making fun of it. Uh,
1: not in this building. But I mean... Friday night, was that Friday night, where almost Everyone every, was
0: talking about it. I mean, you have
1: to. Every comic made a joke about it.
0: I mean, it's so current. What a great kickoff to summer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you got submarines, you got shark attacks, you've got whales, um, uh, Duncan yachts. Um, why not? And I feel like Titanic is having the biggest uh resurrection ever. It's like Celine Dion's charting again with My Heart Will Go On. It's like number 12 on Spotify right now. Um, everyone's listening to the soundtrack, everyone's watching the movie again. Um, Netflix is bringing it back. How disgusting! It's pop culture, it's supposed to be gross. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's definitely having a moment where everyone is talking about it. It's kind of like, and I hate, I'm not trying to sound insensitive making this comment, but it's kind of like the big summer fail. You know what I mean? Like, we've had lots of summer fails. Like, Michael Jackson passed away in the summer. You know, always have, like, these summer... The Idol came out in the summer. We'll get into that in a minute. But I think this was just like, you know, it's Underwater Challenger. Yeah. And it's and it's billionaires. So it's like, yeah, you're sad that there's like a loss of life. But then at the same time, you're kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> That's so awful. But you know what I mean? I'm not trying to sound like a dick. It's just it's all over. You cannot not see headlines about it. And this is what I thought was weird. The woman of the CEO of what's it called? Ocean Gate. What's it called? Ocean uh,
1: Gate. What? Ocean Gate.
0: O- okay, yeah. Ocean, yeah, Gate was related to the Strausses who were actually on the Titanic. So there's all these like weird like correlations with the actual ship itself. So um, this man, um, Lou Palter, actually played the, uh, the co-owner Isidore Strauss in the movie Titanic. So if you don't know who the Strausses are, they were the, um, yeah, the, the, the owners of Macy's like back when it was, you know, huge in New York city. And in the movie, they're the two, they're the little old couple, like holding onto each other in the bed and the water's rushing in. It's like such a dramatic moment. Well, the actor passed away. Granted, he was 94. He had a wonderful life, I'm sure. But like passed away then? <laughs> like, oh my God. So it's just kind of insane where you're just like, oh my God, you just can't escape the Titanic. It's everywhere. Well,
1: I, I'm gonna I want to make a prediction okay. uh, right now. Um there's a plan for a titanic 2 to be setting sail and it's going from what i read it's built exactly like the original titanic right i hope not i hope there were some upgrades it's supposedly going to have the same technology and the same build as the titanic to try and make that actual path Mm -hmm. it like we're probably a year or so away from it setting sail. We're seeing the, like, we know what how this is going to end.
0: But this has been talked about forever, right?
1: Yeah, but I think it's actually taking place. Now, I don't know if it's going, I, I forgot where it's leaving from.
0: It's probably the exact location. I, I believe it, it's there or somewhere Which close. was what? I think that was uh, Scotland? Oh,
1: God, am I guessing right? Uh, no, didn't it? Uh, did, didn't it set sail from, oh, maybe. Here, so the Majestic Beauty.
0: What a dinker. Look at it.
1: The Ship of Dreams. The current project of 20 is under. Southampton.
0: 90%. Yeah. It's, yeah, Southampton. Okay, um, these
1: look like, uh, they don't look they don't, like. They didn't plans. have it, pools. Is that what it's going to look like? I believe so. Uh, uh, They had like
0: that weird indoor pool that was like covered in wood. (laughs) They are doing the first, second, and third class tickets. They're doing that? (laughs) Could you imagine? You're like, we have to ride the ship of dreams version two. And they're like, well, you're not a billionaire. So back to the steerage you go.
1: Um,
2: Jesus. But also, is there,
1: I don't know if, are there icebergs still? That's that's a good point. Uh, they're probably a lot smaller. They could probably they probably can't take down a ship as easily. Oh, but my god, just leave it alone.
0: Someone was even saying they're like they need to treat this like it's a graveyard. I think the ancestors of the the actual victims of the ship sinking were like, "Hey, can we not?" Like this was like a huge tragic event and everyone's like, "Let's go down and see it." Let's yeah, go. but
1: don't they do that in LA and New York? They they have like graveyard parties.
0: Well, no, we have movies. We have movie screenings in graveyards. Not in because Brooklyn. Because
1: that's what they're for in LA. In Brooklyn, they have uh, Greenwood Cemetery where they have actual raves. They have like DJs and laser light shows and all of that. Wow. Yeah.
0: And Kylie Minogue shows up and she she's does. like,
1: What's up, you dead bitches? And we're like, Put em, put
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I yeah, that's a very interesting subject because now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, we go watch movies on like Valentino's mausoleum and yeah. <laughs> like the Hollywood Forever <laughs> Cemetery. I'm like, does he want that? Um, but uh, I, I I I I'm interested to see what happens more with the story. I don't know if there's anything more to develop, but it is pretty interesting how all this like Titanic stuff is just kind of unfolding more and more and more. People are watching the movie more. The songs are killing it. I'm sure the soundtracks probably on iTunes again, but yeah. What a week. Um but let's get into some shows, shall we? There's a lot of summer shows happening and I mentioned last week that BB Rexa was hit in the face by a phone. Um that guy was arrested and he asked, and they asked him, "Why did you throw your phone at BB Rexa?" and he said, "Well, because I thought it would be funny." And it's not stopping there. Ava Max, who um, I call her Lady Gaga Zero because she's, uh, she's kind of like Lady Gaga when she first started out. I like her. I'm not trying to sound shady. I like Ava Max, but um, she was on stage and some dude ran up and slapped her in the face and scratched her cornea. Um, and then this story came out that Pink, who is on tour was stunned by a fan throwing, wait for it, their mother's ashes onto the stage during her live performance. So yeah, she was on the uh, British Summertime Festival in London and this random bag was thrown on stage and Pink stopped and she said, is this your mom? <laughs> and she picked up a plastic bag holding... <coughs> holding the cremated remains in a witnesses video posted on Monday with a shocked expression on her face. Pink then admitted, I don't know how I feel about this before staggering to her feet and placing the ashes on the stage. The pop star could also be seen shaking her hands as if trying to clean them behind a speaker before continuing to sing her song, just like a pill while still looking astounded. I don't know what the intention was of, of this. Wish what, like, I don't understand the thought process of like, here's mom would want this. She was a huge pink fan, she loves aerialist, um, performance. So, I'm just gonna chuck the bag of mom on the stage, um. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know why, why we would do that. Like, was Pink supposed
1: to open and be like, yes? Well, the answer is right here.
0: Oh, here we go. We have a Twitter user who claims to know the reason behind the ashes. She says, so my friends uh, were stood near this lady. And the backstory is her mom couldn't get out much as she was so ill when alive. So this lady takes her ashes places. Okay, well, then don't throw them on the stage. You just like chucked your mom. You just threw her on a stage. Just hold her, like, have that moment. Just be that weird woman with a Ziploc bag with your mom's ashes and be like, oh, she would have wanted this. You know, you don't have to be like, mom, do it. Like, you didn't do a reverse stage dive with your mom's ashes. And also, like, if I was pink, I would have been like, okay, immediately I would have been like, that's anthrax, that's fentanyl, cocaine. Um, I don't, I don't know how pink was just like, oh yeah, this looks like human remains. Perfect. Um, but yeah, what a weird time to be an artist. Oh, and, um, there was a fight that broke out at our show. Some dude like hit a woman at our show and she like DM would me and was just like, yeah, I got punched in the face after your show. And I'm like, good God, people just need to behave. If you can't behave, don't go to the venue.
1: You can't. I mean, every week we talk about this. Yeah, I know. After the pandemic, people don't know how to act in public. Mm -hmm. It's out of control.
0: This guy who was at our show was, like, blocking some bathroom door, and this woman was trying to go in the bathroom, and he pushed her, and then she tried to get back in. Some guy, there was an altercation, and somehow or the other, she got punched in the face, and then he, like, ran off. They found out he was staying at the hotel. I don't know what's happened, but guys – Get it together.
1: Or don't leave the house. Go back into quarantine. Enough.
0: Ugh. It's insane. I didn't see it. I'm, I'm, uh, ugh. But, uh, that's so scary. And I'm, I'm glad she's okay. But, um, the world is terrifying. And, you know who's trying to fix it? Kelly Clarkson. Because why? She's Kelly Clarkson. And we love Kelly Clarkson here at the Just Saying Podcast. However, hear me out. Kelly Clarkson is, who I think is moving to New York City. I think she confirmed that she's actually moving to New York City. She's had a rough couple of years. She's going through this like insane divorce. Um, She just released a new album, which is fantastic. But now she has been walking around in New York City doing these random flash mobs uh, weeks before she begins her Vegas residency. And she's going around to these different, like, uh, um, monuments in New York City. I think she was at, like, Grand Central Station. She went to, like, some – yeah, she went to the – how do you say it? Bethesda? Bethesda. Bethesda Bethesda Terrace in Central Park. Um, And she just starts singing, and uh, people are losing it. She was at a – I think she was at like a coffee shop the other day. So Kelly Clarkson, San Diego, where are you? Because she's just popping up and has all these people who are dressed like normal people, like start joining in, and it sounds amazing. However, there is nothing that scares me more than a flash mob. Actually, being stuck in one, like say you're just out in public and someone's just like. Ah. <laughs> And you're like, okay, they're singing, but then somebody else chimes in, then somebody else, and then somebody else, and then it's, ha, and then you can't leave because you're like, oh my God, I'm just like in a coffee bean and I can't run out. Um, It scares me. But if it was Kelly Clarkson, I'd be like, oh my God, that'd be amazing.
1: No, not New York. As a, as a New Yorker... Like, uh, they happen all the time there. Th- that's some L.A. shit. When you're riding the train and you're just getting from point A to point B and you walk into a musical, you are furious. That's L.A. shit. You do it on the sidewalk, streets, block traffic.
0: People no, don't do that here.
1: They should. This is where L.A. can appreciate... This is where people would appreciate it more. In New York, you're just in people's way at all times. Like, we walk everywhere.
0: But New York has Broadway, so I feel like people would be like, ugh. The city,
1: yeah. Keep it in the building. There's
0: nothing like it, New York. Oh, we love it here. No, uh, there's, uh, you guys just don't get it. It's New York. No, I, I feel like this stuff happens in like subways. You always see some like celebrity who's like dressed up like the witch from Into the Woods, like playing a guitar, and then they like reveal themselves, and it's like Ed Sheeran or something, and you're like, oh my god, like, I don't know. I think that would be weird, but. I I I would love to see Kelly. I want to see her in Vegas. Um I just want to meet her. Can we make that happen? Kelly, you want to come do a podcast. Let's talk Texas girl. Um Well, I said I was going to talk about The Idol on HBO Max. I'm sorry. Max. And what did you think, John? You're all caught up, right?
1: Yeah, it's one of the worst things I've ever sat through. It should be used for interrogations with the terror suspects. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. I watched... Uh, here, here, here was my idea. Add a laugh track. I would watch it with a laugh track. That's the w- funny. The way where The weekend is tasering the guy. This- My God. He's just tasering him with a neck collar. But if you edit a laugh track under <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand
0: what this show is about.
1: I, I get what they're trying to do, but they're Tell doing me. it at such a high level. So they're trying to show the insanity of managers, agents, they're, they're trying to show the insanity of an artist's team and how they are trash people, and this is coming from Sam Levinson, who I personally think is a trash person. Yes. So in the first episode, he he kind of takes a dig at safety officers that are on set, and they lock them in the bathroom, and they make it seem like it's ridiculous to have safety officers because oh the COVID the COVID lady no the guy the guy who came in when, during the photo shoot and was like well if she's going to show her breast it's going to take two days oh oh yes yes that was yes, because yes, yes. he had to deal with a safety officer on on uh, Euphoria and he was taking a dig at the stupidity of it. Um not stupid, but he was taking a dig because he just wants people to be able to pull out their tits whenever they want. Why not? Yeah. So the show is basically showing, well, her music is getting better even though she's being thoroughly abused by the weekend and it kind of shows you how the team is not really protecting her. The only person that's really protecting her is her her best friend manager who's in the in the room with them, the girl, I forgot. Leia? Leia. Yeah. She's the one that's always saying this is a bad idea or don't do that, but it's showing how like normally they don't want this girl abused, but her music's getting better. So is I guess... it though? No, I mean from my perspective, it's all bad.
0: I, I it's 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 just this last episode. I I mean,
1: is this where he was fingering her while that's she what, was I singing? I didn't want to say it, but yeah. yes,
0: that's the part. Po- like yeah. I was like, so what? We're like we're all just looking at this woman getting sexually assaulted and like the weekends like behind her like pleasuring her and she's like yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, uh, and everyone's like hmm this is really good you know what I think this is this is gonna be a hit no one's saying anything it's just it it blows my mind and I don't know what Where where are we going? There's one episode left. They've only had like five episodes of the show, or maybe four, and they're like with one episode left. I'm like, just end it already. I don't care about any of these people. There's no climax to this show. They haven't. Well, besides you know, Jocelyn. I'm a dirty little pop star. I'm like.
1: Get out of here. The absurdity of that scene is he just wanted her to say yes in a different way. Like you couldn't no, just No, not ha- yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't just have her do multiple takes. Like what there was a whole room of people and the producer, the the guy who they brought in as the producer, Mike uh Dean or whatever his name is, he was just sitting there watching too like what the fuck is going oh, on oh is that the
0: guy who walked out of the car smoking a yeah. bong and a joint that's
1: mike dean who, who's a real producer he actually made the actual score for the show
0: oh yeah. well
1: yeah it it is off the fucking walls bonkers
0: it's so insane and then they got the girl uh diane who is uh actually in the girl group k-pop group blackpink um She's like, well, you know, they want me to do uh, the song, uh, "World Class Sinner." I'm just a freak. Yeah. Um, that's all I know. Uh, to do the song, and it's gonna be like her first single or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't know what to believe. It's like she was beaten with a brush in front of everyone. This poor girl's just getting like finger blasted in her own kitchen. Um, which there's a trend in that too coming up, but. Um,
1: I would you know the show I would watch the best character on the whole show Hank Azaria as uh Yeah. Chaim. I want to
0: see the rest of his clients. I
1: want to see the weekend kidnap the this uh <clears throat> Jocelyn and he and now we have taken the TV show Hank Azaria as the crazy Israeli has to go hunt him down and kill him and take back Jocelyn. That's what I want to see.
0: It's so bizarre. I also love Destiny. I think she's incredible in the show. She's the only one that I'm like like she was the one who was like
1: I think we killed
0: this motherfucker. I was like, "Yes, please. Destiny, we're waiting."
1: But she's also the one who she's also the one who was who was just like supporting it. Like, yes. "Oh, this is good."
0: Yeah, why is there no line drawn? There's They're none. just kind of like, "All right, let's see what happens." It's so weird. And I every don't time, know. Huh?
1: Every time Leah says something, he's like, "Fuck off, Leah.
0: <laughs> fuck I'm off, Leah." Like, Jesus. And then,
1: then he calls one of the guys to just go fuck her in another room. And it's the,
0: like, yeah, the whole Troy Savon thing and then the like you know, I loved that he was like yelling at her and he was like, "I hate this girl and she's the worst." And then he's like, "I'm lying, I'm lying." I'm like, "Oh my god, just who cares?" I don't care about any of these people. I don't yeah. I don't. There's nothing. I have no remorse. Everyone's trash. Um the only one that I like is the weird like Manson girl who plays the piano who might be on the spectrum. But she was like, "I used to do heroin." She's like, "What's her name from Harry Potter?" Luna Lovegood. You know what I'm talking about? The weird girl who just stares at things and she's like, Sometimes spiders can be our friends. And you're like, what? And then you're like, oh right. She's right, they can. You know, it's just sure, write it down, Loon. I love good. Um, but yeah, so I found this story. This was all pretty fun. So the weekend is now having a fight. The weekend's trying to like save his reputation, I think, because this character makes him look so bad, but also his acting is terrible. Also, like, why did we have to say faggot three times in the episode? I was like, you guys, it's Pride Month. Jesus. You say Panam (laughs) Panam. He was like, Yeah, you look like a little. I'm like, oh my god. So he is now feuding with Oreo cookies after they dunked. Get it? on his new HBO show, The Idol. So, even Oreo Cookies is pissed off at The Weekend in The Idol. So, I just had to, like, read this. So, he created this drama series. First of all, the show was started. It was written about, like, female empowerment. And then The Weeknd was just kind of like, you know what, let's make it, like, gross and dirty as possible. So, he is now in a feud with Oreo Cookies. Oreo Cookies, out of nowhere... Um, tweeted at um, the weekend because they, they announced, we don't know yet if it's canceled for a season two or if it's just not returning. They're like, Oh, it was a limited series the entire time. Oh, it was supposed to have six episodes. JK. It's just five now. So it's just a mess. This is a mess of a show. Some people love it. Some people hate it. And that's why we're talking about it. So, there was an article that was like, unfortunately, the idol will not be picked up for season two, or the weekend will not be in season two. And Oreo cookie, out of nowhere, nowhere, said, "Finally, some good news." <laughs> like, you know, Oreo cookies having a slow day when they're like, you know what? Let's let's tweet uh, about this whole HBO show. Um, but uh, then the weekend responds and says, "Oh fuck, they've been." Talking shit. So, yeah. I love brand sponsorship. As someone who was tweeted at by IHOP this Pride season, thank you. Thank you all so much. Um, My Pride picture, IHOP, the IHOP logo on Sunset, or actually Hollywood, the IHOP in Hollywood was like, happy Pride, Justin. I was like, oh, I've made it. International House of Pride. <laughs> so now the weekend says, nah, I can't beef with you at Oreo. Too many beautiful memories. I'm dunking you in some champagne tonight. Is the weekend a douche?
1: I mean, that's what I've heard. I like the weekend. I love his music. Take my breath.
0: I love that. But no, you can't no one dunks. Oreos and champagne.
1: I guarantee you Diddy does. But yeah. also a douche.
0: You know what? Um they have all those like new flavors of Oreos, though now. They have a cotton candy Oreo cookie um this summer.
1: That's disgusting. I kind of wanted to try it.
0: Not gonna lie. And I bet it tastes really good in champagne. Am I trash?
1: <laughs> Justin, I I don't even know what to say to this. This is disgusting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this whole show is just a bomb. but uh you guys reached out to me and were like, oh my God. and just like that, I was saying, you know, a good old kitchen finger. And just like that is back uh, with all your characters you just are having to uh I don't know, engage with again. Like I I the first episode, I was just kind of like, okay, they came out to hold
2: me closer, hold Oh closer.
0: And it was just like, oh, come on. And um let me tell you about my inception moment. So We start, and just like that, season two. We pick up right where we left off, um, and I can't even remember where that was. We've got just... The script, I think, is just terrible. Uh, The writing is just not up to par. Um, They end up going to the Met Gala, and Charlotte looks like if Fruit Strike Gum... And Britney Spears Circus had a baby. It didn't even match the theme. And what do I say? Match the theme. If there's a theme, do the theme. Um, Carrie wore her wedding dress from the Sex in the City movie. <gasps> um, and Che Diaz is back. And you see Che Diaz in the opening scene. And she is just topless in a pool. I'm sorry, they. Sorry. They are sh- uh, just shirtless in a pool. And Miranda comes out, and I'm just kind of over Miranda. Like I liked Miranda. I thought Miranda was like the coolest one. She was like, like a Spitfire, and she was like redhead, and she was a lawyer, and she was just kind of like, just did everything. And now she's just this like frump in like anthropology, women's dresses. It's it's just, it just doesn't. She's just like doesn't have like a backbone it's just I'm just a little disappointed Miranda so then we get to episode I think it's two and I'm getting ready to come to the comedy store because I have a set here in the main room and I'm getting ready I'm putting my shirt on and all of a sudden I look at the screen and there is Che Diaz and I'm like what and I start, like, <laughs> it was the weirdest, surrealist moment because I'm like, that's where I'm going. And in the show, Miranda's like, hey, do you want to, like, do this? And Chase says, nah, babe, I can't. I've got a 9 o'clock spot at the comedy store. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, is she going up? She's going up after a door person? <laughs> like, after that 8.55? I was like, damn, even in Just Like That, they're giving her the female spot. Um, but, yeah, and I'm watching the set, and it, it looked cool. It was, it was nice to see the store on 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 uh, HBO, but, like, the set itself made no sense. It was like, yeah, L.A.'s tough. I've got to drive uh, an Uber from the kitchen to the bedroom, and it's expensive. All right, guys, thanks so much. That's my time. That was it. That was all they did. And I was so freaked out. And I came up here, did the store, and I want to say, like Francisco and um some other comics were like, Did you see him just like that? I'm like, Yes, I was getting ready and I'm watching Che Diaz on the screen, and it was it was a trip. It was a trip. But uh, congratulations, Che. You're you're part of the family now, I guess. You know who's not doing the Pride Show tonight? Che Diaz.
2: I see you bitch i see you just before halloween in 1985 a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown salt lake city killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge as the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning suddenly looking for the culprit became a race against time Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, the Salt Lake City bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.
0: I'm excited for this. Barbie, the movie, is coming out. Everyone's kind of getting Barbie
1: fever. Are you going to see Barbie, John? I actually really want to see it. I I think it's going to be fun. The latest trailer looks good. That and Five Nights at Freddy's. The new trailer was just released? Oh,
0: uh uh The Five Nights at Freddy. Who's in that? The kid from Hunger Games, right? The kid right? from Hunger
1: Games and Stu Mocker from Scream. Cool. Yeah.
0: Is that the Hi kids, nice to eat ya? That was like on TikTok like a couple years ago. Is that like the weird like Chuck
1: E. Cheese yeah, the animatronics? Yeah, the okay. animatronics. It looks like a solid horror movie. But Barbie, I'm definitely gonna check out.
0: Barbie, I think, is gonna be really fun. In four D. The, s- the soundtrack is gonna be great. Um Everyone's got Barbie fever. There's like candle companies that are releasing like Barbie candles. Everything's Barbie. We're good. And, and I think, I think it's, oh, I really hope, I think it's going to be really fun. Um, however, this popped up in Malibu. And I don't know when it was done, if it was covered or it's just like appeared because that's what happens in Hollywood. Something will just be like, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, this Malibu. Barbie Dreamhouse is an official Airbnb available to rent, and it looks incredible. Uh, So on July 17th at 10 a.m., everyone in Barbie Land can request to book Ken's room in Barbie's Dreamhouse at Airbnb.com slash Ken Dreamhouse for two individual one-night stays for up to two guests. Selected winners will stay at the Pink Mansion in Malibu on July 21st and July 22nd, free of charge, to indulge in all the Kennergy that revamped Beach Home has to offer. We all have dreams, and Barbie's lucky enough to have a house full of them. But now it's my turn, and I can't wait to host guests inside this one of a kind, dare I say, one of a Ken, digs? Okay. The newly renovated Malibu Dreamhouse sports Barbie signature pink polish, this time with a revamped Kennergy. Upon their stay, guests will indulge in the opportunity to look through Ken's wardrobe, learn line dancing on the outdoor disco floor, engage in a beach off by the infinity pool, and take home an exclusive piece of the Kendom with a set of yellow and pink Impala skates and surfboards. Ken's hosting commemorates the July 21st release of Greta Gerwig's Barbie, written by Greta Gerwig herself and Noah Baumbach. The film will star Margot Robbie, America Ferreira, Kate McKinnon, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman, and Will Ferrell. Uh, to celebrate the release, Airbnb will make a one-time donation to Save the Children, an organization providing learning resources and support to children, families, and communities in support of girls' confidence. That's great. If you're in search of the perfect Barbie core destination on Airbnb, Check out this spot in Indio, California. That spot's... Uh, okay, this is just another Barbie Corp place. Okay. So is this the actual... Is this it? Yeah. Holy God. Very pink. Oh, look. He scratched out Barbie and put Ken. Yeah, it looks <gasps> like he took
1: over the, the Is Barbie there trouble mansion. in paradise? What if they're like going through a divorce? <laughs> this <laughs> is a very adult Barbie movie. <laughs> it's like...
0: I kicked this bitch to the curb. Stay in my house.
1: I have to pay my bills.
0: Um, He finds
1: her on OnlyFans and and requests they get divorced.
0: Yeah, seriously. Only feet. Barbie's feet with just the high arches. (laughs) I mean, it looks really cool. Was that it? Was that all the pictures? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, So you got a bar, the closet. So it's like you're staying. It's an Airbnb Instagram pop-up. Airbnb Instagram pop-up.
1: Yeah, I was trying to look if this is actually where they shot the movie, and it doesn't look like no,
0: it. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, the whole house has been shellacked pink.
1: Uh, yeah, it doesn't look cheap. No. that's why. That's why I immediately thought this is where they shot the movie, because who would do this just for a fun two-day Airbnb thing?
0: They're promoting the shit out of this movie. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that that's a good sign because usually when they do that, it's kind of like, it's kind of a stinker. And I really want this movie to do well.
1: Well, Gre- Greta is amazing. So I imagine it's yeah. at least well written and it's going to come down to really just a story.
0: Yes. We also have another movie update. This actually just happened moments before we started recording this podcast. Uh, the James Gunn film, Superman Legacy finally found its lead actors. We have a new Superman named David (laughs) Cornsweat. Okay. And Lois Lane is going to be played by Rachel Brosnahan from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So I guess this is just another Superman movie?
1: Yeah, he's rebooting it to separate from the ones that came before him with Zack Snyder. He picked a guy who looks pretty fairly close to... To Henry Cavill.
0: Yeah, this guy, David Cornsweat, was in the movie Pearl with Mia Goth. He played the guy who worked in the uh movie theater. If you haven't seen Pearl, it's fantastic. Um But yeah, I mean this looks cool. It sounds like I mean it looks like a time period piece just with Mrs. Maisel already. Um I would I wouldn't mind a um Kind of like a reboot, but it's like in the past. Let's see. Do we have any details on what the movie's actually nah. going to entail?
1: Nope. That's This was like a big secret that, I mean, now, now that he finally confirmed it, it, it was a lot of just guessing, and there's no word on what the story is going to be. Just well, it yet. says right
0: there, it says, The story of Superman's journey to reconcile his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing as Clark Kent of Smallville,
1: Kansas. That's every Superman. Right? Yeah. So we have no specific details on this movie. I think it's based on a specific storyline called Superman Legacy in the comic books. But yeah, we have no actual details.
0: I'm not going to lie. I'm going to miss Henry Cavill as Superman. He was great. Henry Cavill could get it immediately. I think Henry Henry Cavill's one of the hottest guys in Hollywood. Like just sexually handsome. He maybe I'm really kind of hoping he uh, gets cast as 007. Cause apparently the director of 007 was like his audition was so good. So hopefully he because he would just be perfect. He's charming, he's sexy, he's nice. Like Henry Cavill, whoo! I mean, release the nudes. God. Please just
1: release him. Well, did you see him in that Mission Impossible movie? He 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 puts on like Superman is whatever it it is what it is. He's just a superman, but he puts on a he could do a serious fight scene with like yeah Tom he, Cruise. The, he's great. He just
0: um uh the director of The Witcher, I think the show he's on, which I have not seen, but like it's, I think it's on Netflix. Just said that like yeah he did a hundred percent his own stunts. And he's like sword fighting, like blonde elf ren Faire person.
1: What a bad fuckery he got! So he so do you know the story of The Witcher? He's not he's not in the latest season. They replaced him. He he had to back out of the new season because he thought they were bringing him back as Superman. uh And then James Gunn came in and said because The Rock was originally supposed to sort of be the tent pole of the DC world with uh, Black Adam and that tanked. So they're like, well, Rock's out. We're bringing in James Gunn and these guys, and then.
0: Hollywood needs to get it together. It's falling apart. It's just so basic at this point where I'm just kind of like, what? what? oh well the rock. Let's put the rock in it. He'll fucking do it. You know, oh, let's let's like even like even Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak is out, and so they're like, you know what we need? More Ryan Seacrest. I'm like, oh my god, is that
1: it? Is it Ryan Seacrest? Yes. I, I heard it was Mark Long. No. Oh.
0: I mean, as of now, it's, I, I don't know, maybe maybe they changed it. It was like a JK. But I, as far as I saw, it was like Ryan Seacrest has been confirmed as the new host yeah. of Wheel of Fortune. And I'm like, great. Can't wait to see
1: more of him on television. Yep, it is Ryan Seacrest. Jesus Christ.
0: It's like, can we not just, like, give somebody else an opportunity? Like, is there no one else, like? Come on. It's
1: the same four people doing everything. Same four people.
0: Let's give it to The Rock. We'll give it to, you know, Ryan Seacrest. He'll do it. You know, it's,
1: come on. Who are the other two? Jennifer Lopez? I'm not even sure Ryan Seacrest could spell. Oh, he can spell. You think so? Okay. Ryan Seacrest can spell. The man behind the Kardashians? Eh, I mean,
0: think about that. Like, the Kardashians, uh, American Idol, Wheel of Fortune. Uh, Kelly and Ryan. Like he's he's had so many rockin New Year's Eve. Come on. Yeah, I'm over him. I know. And I'm gonna miss Pat Sajak. And I hope Vanna White's like, I'll see you all in hell. You wanna buy a vowel? E for hell. Yeah, that's what I want. I need Vanna to bounce out of there and see, like, see you guys never. And I don't know. I don't want to see Ryan Seacrest on Wheel of Fortune. We'll be right back after the break. Oh, you hit bankrupt, Pam. Sorry. All right, Pam, you got one more guess. What are you going to do? Spin or solve? I'm going to solve, Ryan Seacrest. Embrace the rodent energy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's the next story we have. It's time to embrace rodent energy. That's right. I don't even know what it is, and we're going to talk it out together. Content creator declares 2023 Rat Girl Summer. I thought it was, um, what was it, like a couple months ago? Um,
1: Uh, Cowgirl Summer.
0: Oh, it was um, Coastal Cowgirl. Yeah. And now, apparently, it's Rodent Energy Rat Girl Summer. So with the start of summer, one content creator has an announcement. We're going to have a Rat Girl Summer. What does that mean? I don't know, but let's ask Lola Okola She declared on TikTok that we're having a Rat Girl summer, which involves scurrying around the streets, nibbling on our little snacks, and generally finding ourselves in places we have no business being in. In need of some clarification, Ocola posted a follow-up video on June 5th with the rules for a Rat Girl summer. And the rules, number one, you have to go outside. Okay, that's a start. Some people should do that. You cannot scurry in bed. You cannot scurry on your couch. You need to leave your home. You have two days a week allotted for decaying. Do all your scrolling. Do all of your binge watching. Do all of your rotting in bed on those two days. The second rule for Rat Girl Summer is to enjoy eating. Among the recommended dishes are pasta and potato salad. Number two, nibbling on our little snacks. That means that we're eating and enjoying eating. Starving yourself to be skinny for summer is out. Eating nourishing meals so you can make mischief and cause mayhem is in. The third rule is to kill the cringe. In other words, the part of you that feels embarrassed when you want to do certain things. 2023 is about letting your whimsy drive you to do whatever it is you want. The fourth and final rule is to not overthink. You think a rat thinks twice before stealing a slice of pizza and scurrying across the subway platform? We're going with our gut. We're going with our intuition. Rule number five is to not be friends with these types of people. If you're calling yourself a rat girl, it's probably best we don't hang out. I don't hang out with rats. I don't know. Does this make sense to you? You're from New York.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is nonsense. This is why you should, ha- you should have to take a test before you can sign up for, t- for TikTok. This is terrible. This is gibberish.
0: This is going to, like, really influence a lot of male influencers and, you know, probably some female influencers, too, to try and catch a rat girl with actual rat traps. They're going to put, like, a fun, like... I don't know. What what do rat girls eat? A slice of pizza? Just eat whatever you want? Put it on a rat trap? Got yourself a rat girl. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't think... I don't like that she started this with like rotting in bed. No, 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 no.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. Never hearing this again.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wish her well. I mean, she tried to start the trend, but, I mean, it, it has, it has, uh, received a lot of, likes and all that shit on TikTok and whatever. But, I don't know because when I think of rat girls. What do you think when you hear the term "rat girls," John?
1: I think of the rat tail attached to the weekend in the idol. Oh. Tedros, no, I'm an artist. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um,
0: I think of a girl with like B.O., B- um, disheveled, mm, dirty, sewer like, um, big ears. That's a mouse. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think that's that's the thing where everyone's just kind of like, "Well, what's wrong with bo?" I'll tell you what's wrong with bo. Everything. I don't care if you're a girl or a boy or whatever you are. Bo is nasty. Don't embrace your bo. Okay. Take a shower. You're gross. Um. Now, with summer, um, I got some information. This. Week that, guess what? Um, what's that? What's that blood disease?
1: Which one?
0: Malaria. There Uh, we go. Malaria is back after 20 years. Welcome back, malaria. Malaria, the first cases of malaria in 20 years have entered the United States. And this following article kind of scared the shit out of me because L.A. has topped Orkin's top 50 mosquito cities list for 2023, which, by the way, who does that? (laughs) Who makes a mosquito city? Um, And it's the third year in a row that L.A. has claimed the top spot. So while you're in New York having your rat girl summer, I'm going to have mosquito boy summer here in L.A. The rankings are based on treatment data from the metro areas where Orkin has conducted the most mosquito control services. Rounding out the top five mosquito cities, Chicago, New York, Atlanta, Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, the pe- the pest abatement company bases its list on treatment. Um, mosquitoes are most prevalent in warm temperatures after it has rained when the biting flyers lay their eggs in shallow pools or water that yield as many as 200 bucks. Now. When I moved here, there were no mosquitoes ever. I never had a mosquito bite. I got my first mosquito bite like five days ago, right on my ankle. And it's big. And I can feel it now that I started talking about it. And I am highly allergic to mosquitoes. Like I welp up. Like they look like gigantic sores. Um. We didn't have mosquitoes here in Los Angeles. And then I'll tell you, this is an urban legend. And I don't think I think I don't think we've discussed this. Maybe we have. Have we talked about the Chinese tiger mosquitoes? No. It is time. So back in 2020, when the pandemic hit, a lot of people had moved. Out of Los Angeles, obviously, because COVID and, you know, people were packing up and leaving. The rumor is in West Hollywood, there was a family that lived up in the hills and they had a big ass mansion with a pool and they packed everything up and left. Um, In Long Beach, which is, you know, a port city these tankers and stuff were coming in and had a um, breed of mosquito on it called the Chinese tiger mosquito. I think I'm saying that right. I think it's a Chinese tiger mosquito. And what this mosquito does is it doesn't just bite you and suck blood and fly away. Oh, no, no, no. This thing gets you and it hits you again and it hits you again and it just keeps stinging you. And you will have, like, a cluster of mosquito bites, usually around your ankles. It goes right for the ankles. Oh, it's the worst. So this family left their house, and guess what they left, too? They left their pool full. So their pool became stagnant and green and pond scummy and dirty and uncovered. And this mosquito met up with another Chinese tiger mosquito, And they started having babies, and all of a sudden these mosquitoes were out in the wild looking to suck. And yes, after all these rains that happened this year, we had like, what, what was that, February to April? When it just kept raining? This is when you know you're a boy from the country. You're like, We're going to get a lot of mosquitoes this year. That's what I said. Most people were like, oh, everything's so green and lush now. And, oh, we're out of the drought. I was like, we're going to get a lot of mosquitoes. And here we are. I'm just, I I, I said it. And here's Orkin saying L.A. is filled with more mosquitoes. So, great. Um, But speaking of sucking, (laughs) this trend came out, uh, which is very, very bizarre to me. It is the Chinese stir-fried stone trend. And um, I did not know this was a trend. And I'm tired of people saying it's a trend when we don't really know what the hell it is. And it makes us look stupid for not knowing what it is. But then we see what it's about and we're like, you know what? No, I'm good. I don't need to do this. So this is a trend. I think it came out on guess where? TikTok. And it is pretty much a dish... Where people put rocks in a bowl and season them, and then you just suck off the seasoning. Let's see, without a doubt, humankind has crafted countless weird food trends, from Jello salads to freeze-dried ice cream, uh, Rocky Mountain oysters, which are bull testicles. However, the recent stir-fried pebbles trend takes funny ads to a whole new level. So this um, is called—I I, hope I'm, I'm going to butcher the shit out of this. This is called Suodios. Sudu, S U O D I U, Suo do. Sudu, and it translates to suck and dispose. <laughs> and it's a Chinese street food. Chefs toss bite-sized pebbles in a pan of oils and seasonings, essentially stir-frying the rocks. Customers then carefully suck the flavors from the pebbles, all the while taking care not to swallow any. So this is a trend that has been around for a while because it says hundreds of years ago, fishermen would stave off hunger by sucking minerals and fishy flavors from river stones when prepared with condiments and other edible ingredients like the modern trend entails. The remaining sludge. That sounds like rat girl shit. Could also be enjoyed as a soup of sorts. Still a bit weird, sure, but no more so than fried bowl testicles. Let's see, upon... Seeing this video, uh, people actually got excited because, yes, of course they did. One person compared the the dish to licking the seasoning off chips, like how Chrissy Teigen licks the seasoning off Doritos while others equated it to chewing gum. No, chewing gum, you chew gum. You don't chew rocks. Uh, so this sounds like I'm already going to call it. We're going to have a John.
1: We're going to have a big dental problem in this country. People are going to be chewing on these things.
0: We're going to have a suck rock restaurant. Yeah. We're going to have a suck rock restaurant in LA give it I'm going to say 5 6 months from now. Hey guys, you want to go suck rocks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because all you're not eating, so you know, people are going to be like, "You know what? We're not starving ourselves. We're just sucking rocks." You know? It's going to be a trend. And then you're gonna have it like you're gonna have like a bag of rocks at Irwan for $98. You can take home to season them yourself. Can we just not suck rocks? We're better than this. Guys, come on.
1: You're asking for a lot here.
0: Is it though?
1: Yeah. Can we not suck rocks? Can
0: we seasons? not suck rocks? Can we as a society say, you know what? No. We're not sucking rocks. We're not having a rat girl summer. We're not uh what else? <laughs> We're not
1: jumping in the ocean. I mean, I miss the days of, like, survival of the fittest with the TikTok challenges. Yeah, climb up the stack of milk crates. Let's go get you out of this situation. But I want to try it because...
0: If something's well-seasoned, it's going to be good, but I just don't understand, like... First of all, we don't need Chrissy Teigen to be, like, influencing us at all. Like,
1: oh, Chrissy Teigen sucked the seasoning off Doritos. You know you what's know, great? You should season a steak. Pretend it's a rock, but then eat the steak. Yeah. Season cauliflower. Yeah. Season
0: some sort of a vegetable. Do not season minerals that have been underground for thousands of years.
1: This is our next pandemic right here. We're eating where we're sucking on rocks. You don't think there's going to be bacteria that gets enough?
0: No, they, gotta, they have to—I mean, they're not like dirty rocks— but I'm going to, um, it's going to be a thing. Rocks are going to be like the new kale. And I don't know how I feel about this, but here we are. But here's the lady who uh, loves sucking rocks. She's a hot mom. She wants everyone to know she's a hot mom. Who are you? I'm a hot mom. So this hot mom from South Carolina, She stays at home. She's going viral for declaring that she's been waiting five years, five whole years, to walk into my son's school as the hot mom. Kelsey Ray dances to Beyonce's ego in a black tank top and ripped jeans. Yeah. In a recently resurfaced viral TikTok from August that's captioned, ignore the mom pouch, I've been eating good. Uh Uh-oh, Rack Girl Summer. To grow these buns. The 29-year-old influencer... Uh, has amassed nearly 867,000 TikTok followers for sharing videos of her family, tips on how to make money online, and personal details of her life, like how she spent time in jail after being charged with attempted murder. Jesus.
1: This took a turn. This took a dark
0: turn. Her Hot Mom video is among the most watched on her page, racking up over 263,000 views. So this is Hot Mom. Okay.
1: Oh.
0: Oh, no. Oh no. Oh. Oh no.
1: Oh no.
0: Oh. Oh, I know her. I know this girl. Not like personally, but I just know girls like her. Let's see. She promotes body positivity. Mm hmm. Real bodies have stretch marks, cellulite rolls, and bumps. Yes. The Post reached out to her for comment. She has other self-proclaimed MILFs coming for her, including a 30-something woman who sports tattoos and a 40-something mom who parties with her daughter. Oh, no.
1: Clearly, Dad's not in the picture. But were were the other two that are coming for her in prison? I doubt it. Yeah, there's so much to unpack
0: there. She's like, I can't wait to go into my co- my kids' school so I can be the hot mom. Can we just look at her outfit? Like, I don't. Which know. one? The, I- the one, the like that. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. She's got like bell bottom flares. She's got like the. The jeans are all tore up. This isn't. Uh-huh. Well, at least seven. the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally.
1: <laughs> Literally her carpeting and her drapes look yeah. like the same exact material.
0: Oh, I don't know. Like she looks good, I'm not going to lie, but it's also like when you when you have to say you're hot, it's usually like
1: I just I'm terrified for the kid because the kid is like she's going to be known when he goes to school. And this is his mom. Like, she's posting these videos. She
0: looks, I mean, she looks healthy. She looks good. No, it has nothing
1: to do with how she looks. If my mom is on TikTok dancing and
0: said, I'm so hot, I can't get yeah. to go into Justin's school. And, like,
1: yeah, I'm mortified. W- I don't care if she's, a, if she's a 10. That's mortifying.
0: But also, if you're going to be hot, mom, you can't wear like jeans from Wet Seal from like 1997. You know what I mean? You can't, like, and what are you going to do? Walk into your kid's school like this?
1: That's very specific, Justin.
0: What the wet seal reference? <laughs> yeah. What about limited two? Is that better? <laughs> what about aero pastel?
1: That's what that's what this looks like. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. This
0: is totally the girl who, like, an, she's a '90s girl, but I don't know. '90s fashion is back. I mean, it's like it's giving like you know it looks like it look i mean it looks like that girl from the 90s
1: somebody just needs to tell her no yes no no
0: i think someone needs to tell her like hey you know what suck rocks yeah no you take, can't go touch grass take a hike yep do something all right now Oh. <sighs> We've got a couple more stories, but this one uh, John brought to me because I did see it and I didn't know what I want to talk about. I didn't know if I wanted to talk about it, rather, because um, these guys are tools. Um, Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg um, apparently are getting into a fight.
1: So basically, Musk had been taunting Zuckerberg on Twitter, and I think Twitter... And I think Facebook is looking to add a feature that Twitter has that is just going to make it a, a headache for everybody involved. And so Musk, Musk has just been taunting Zuckerberg like he does on Twitter with everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it ended with uh, Elon Musk saying, I'm up for a cage fight if he is. And... I think Zuckerberg said Vegas Octagon. So, of course... Oh, my God. Of (laughs) course, Dana White jumps in and wants to make it a UFC product and says you guys would be the headliners, you guys would be the main event, and we'll build an entire show around the two of you morons.
0: Is every guy, is every straight guy a douche now?
1: Every rich guy. I think this is a rich guy problem where... Good
0: God. Guys, get it together. Oh, yeah, we're good. Fucking cage Yeah, uh, uh, This are sponsored by Monster Energy Drink. Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to get in the octodon. We're going to duke it out. My dick. Oh, stop it.
1: Oh. Who do you think would win?
0: Who cares? I think they'd fuse together like they were on the submarine and become like just one big powdery,
1: buttery douche. There were a lot of uh, memes saying that this is why we hate rich people. They'll just get yeah, like a- <laughs> it's like you have
0: nothing better to do. It's like let's create like this hype, and then every every dude will be like, "You can watch the Zuckerberg, uh, Elon Musk fight," and then they're gonna be like,
2: uh,
1: uh,
0: uh, and then it'll be it'll be set up, I'm sure, and then one of them will win. I don't know what they'll win. Do they win more money? Do they get more money?
1: I mean, I imagine it would have to be for money. That's that's what pe- these people fight for. I just don't understand. Um, I, I don't understand why people think this would be a good... F- like, it's not about... So Elon Musk is supposedly being trained by uh, George St. Pierre, who's an ama- one of the best to, uh, to ever do it. I don't understand why anybody thinks that that would help Elon Musk learn how to fight. Like, fighting, like stand-up, it's it's more than just somebody teaching you. Like, you can't take a stand-up class and walk out being a good stand-up. You have to have a personality. You have to have a good delivery. You have to be able to write jokes. Same thing with fighting. You either know how to fight or you don't. And if right. you know how to fight, you can get better at it. But if you don't know how to fight, you could have the best trainer in the world. You're not going to know how to fight. You're not going to look cool fighting.
0: Yeah, you can't have, like, translucent skin and, like... Be a complete derp.
1: He looks like he—he he looks like he has like clay face musk. Like if you punched him in the face, his face would just remold itself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. That being said, I would absolutely pay the seventy dollars to watch if these two were getting into a cage. Two billionaires getting into a cage. One of them has
0: to die to punch. An, it should oh. be
1: to the death, but to punch each other in the face until one of them submits or gets knocked out. I would pay $70 to see that. I understand why Dana White wants to do this. It would be the biggest-selling UFC event in history.
0: But also, we need to bring back Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV.
1: Or Real I, I, we don't. It doesn't need to be claymation. Put them in the cage.
0: I love that show. Give them weapons. But I feel like that's it's such like that show come to life, like Celebrity Deathmatch. We have Mark Zuckerberg. I feel like if Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV was still around that would be one of their matches it would be uh mark zuckerberg and elon musk
1: well i mean they've had celebrity boxing before have you watched any of those yeah but it's always like tanya harding and no one cares about that horse girl no one cares
0: <laughs> it's like tanya harding and like what's her name um um ronda rousey right yeah. you're just kind of like
1: oh, okay but did you know kim kardashian has fought in a boxing match
0: who did she fight uh, Tamara, Tamara Frappacella, yeah. not Tamara Frappacella. What is that? <laughs> What's a Frappacella?
1: That sounds like a Starbucks summer drink. Um, yeah, in two thousand nine, she did. Uh, she raised money for uh, the Dream Foundation by boxing.
0: Hmm. Oh, she lost her match. Kardashian lost her match to the woman. Uh, claims it's the most pain she's ever been in her whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? What other celebrity fights have there been? Idris Elba versus Lionel Graves. Okay. Chad Ochocinco Johnson versus Brian Maxwell. Okay. Donnie Osmond versus
1: Danny Bonaducci. Uh, so this is a good example of two people who have probably never thrown a punch before this, and you can't teach them how to fight or take a punch.
0: No. Ruby Rose versus Yee Sia. Okay. Oh, by the way, Ruby Rose—I totally forgot—was in the John Wick series, and I'm watching the John Wick tape or the John Wick tapes, the John Wick uh, movies. Not trilogy; it's a quadrilogy now, I guess. So yeah, I forgot Ruby Rose was in it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she plays like the the uh, the mute girl." I'm like, "Well, okay, that was a good good call." Vanilla Ice versus Todd Bridges. Yeah, Ricky Gervais versus Grant Bovie.
1: It looks like everybody
0: everyone's <laughs> kicking Danny Bonaducci's ass. Jose Canseco versus Danny Bonaducci. Did everyone just hate this guy? Tanya Harding versus Paula Jones. Yep. Shaquille O'Neal versus Shane Mosley. Black China versus Alicia Ma- Megan. Oh, that was a. Uh, who was Alicia? Fitness model. Oh, okay. Dustin Diamond. Oh, RIP. Versus Ron Palillo. China China versus Joey Buttafuoco. What? Yeah, it's all this like, oh, Aaron Carter, RIP. Everyone's dead. Everyone is dead.
1: Mitt Romney versus Evander Holyfield. What? I'm telling you, it's they don't get the publicity they deserve, but there have been some amazing celebrity boxing matches that nobody knows about.
0: Well, who's going to win? I think Mark Zuckerberg will win.
1: I mean, uh, we all win. Do we? If if they're throwing punches at each other, we all win. But who are you gonna root for?
0: Probably, Baseball? probably
1: Zuckerberg. Yeah, I like that. I like Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> you like the actor who played him in the, yeah. the Social Network. Yeah, I want good things to happen. I think yeah. I think
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my money on Zuckerberg.
1: I hope this happens. We're gonna have to do bet bet like live bets. At, oh, I'm uh, sure we'll stream it here. Yeah, we could do a live watch. <laughs>
0: I bet Elon Musk. If if it does happen, I bet Rogan will train him.
1: Oh, he's gonna definitely be on commentary. I think he's oh, friends yeah. with both of them.
0: Just dude, bros, just. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look at this nerd. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. I know. His, they're all nerds. all like tech vest. nerds.
0: <laughs> tech nerds with money who think they're hot because they're rich. And Yeah, it's just get out of here. <laughs>
1: this is so dumb.
0: Uh, well, all right, guys. Well, I think that concludes this week's episode. Um, I hope you guys have a happy 4th of July. Make sure to be safe. Wear sunscreen. We'll be back next week. We will have... You know, I'm sure we'll have a wrap up of the conclusion of the idol because it'll be over (laughs) because it's five episodes in and uh, make sure. Oh, yeah, guys, uh, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Pretty boy, pretty boy, pretty boy uh, revival uh, serum. I put it on. They're giving you guys a promo code. I love it. It's the best moisture you can have. Um, I honestly stick by this product. I love them. And you will, too. Uh, Go to prettyboy.com, and you will get 15% off your final order using promo code Martindale. It's great for redness. It's great for dryness. It's like you need to hydrate your skin, guys. And it's literally six in one, two dabs. Put it all over your face. You're good to go. So you're welcome. 15% off your final order. You will be glad you did. I swear by them. And will be a loyal, loyal customer forever. Um, but yes, have fun, be safe, and we will see you next time on the Just Saying podcast. Take care. Bye.